0: all right well it's uh, monday october 4th 2021 i'm steven Sursky. thanks for finding me and all i can say is that it's very quiet around my place my compound is absolutely quiet now it is raining right now and it, it rained it had a thunderstorm a very short thunderstorm yesterday but that's not the reason it's quiet It's because there's no one around and you look at uh, some of the the windows like the lights in the windows at night Uh, or in the evening and a lot of them are dark so it's uh, it's not just the apartments it's like there's no cars there's uh there are a few kids still around that's fine it's not them that gets me it's the dogs there is no dogs around right now and this is this makes it peaceful so I ended up taking the weekend off uh, from my studies as I, I didn't want to lose or lose the chance uh, to enjoy some peace and quiet. And it was just, it was so quiet that it, it was, it's was like what I would think a sensory deprivation tank would be like. I've never been in one, um, but it's just, it was so, uh, I don't know, alarming that it was so quiet that I just couldn't help but sit there and just go, wow, this is so quiet. Um, uh, and even with the the window open, like if I have the window open, if I close the window, it's even more quiet except for the fridge. But, I mean, if I, even if I open the window, it was just so quiet. So, yeah. You get my point? It was so quiet. It was fantastic. I'm not going to lie. One of the best peaceful weekends ever. <laughs> um, but that being the case, I did play around with... Um, Logic Pro uh, this weekend and it was, I played around with a few of the different EDM tracks uh, that they have, like the pre-built ones. So I fooled around with that a little bit and that was kind of good to uh, try them out a little bit. I tried out, there's a few of them. So there's, oh, I I tried out almost all of them. Um, But the one that I'm gonna post today is the Boom Bap Masher test. So this was kind of the most chill one. No surprise, uh, given that it was a very chill weekend. Uh, but I've um, added that to the end of today's episode. So uh, have a listen to, to that and let me know what you think. Um, trip planning is ongoing. Um, I, I actually, I'm kind of surprised we haven't bought tickets yet for anything or booked hotels. But I looked at hostels. There's still room available and uh, train tickets still available flights still available so and they don't go up in price i guess since they're a lot of them are state sponsored uh not the hostels uh but the um the trains and the planes are all state sponsored so there's always just sort of one price to pay although they are starting to do a little bit more of demand um sort of pricing so peak pricing and things like that so but next weekend already is we're out of the uh high time for uh, vacation national day golden week travelers so it's the next week the prices are pretty cheap anyway um the only concern that we have is whether or not we need one of these nucleic acid tests uh we did think about changing our plans and going to xian because it's a bit closer i don't really care to go to xian i've been there a few times already both for you know just for fun and for work i want to go to Chengdu to see the pandas already i've been here for six years seven years i gotta gotta go see them the pandas. I haven't even seen them in a zoo in Beijing yet. Uh, so Chengdu. And as I mentioned, like I did want to take the, the slow trade down there. It's 21 hours or whatever. So I have no problem doing it if I know that on the other side of that train trip, I'm going to have a nice hot shower and a, a decent toilet to sit on. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, these are concerns you have when you're traveling. Um, so that that is one idea. Or we just fly down there on Saturday afternoon sometime or whatever. Uh, but looking at the hostels, uh they they all look nice um uh, just using hostelworld.com no affiliates sadly uh that uh, and all the hostels that i've seen and even some of the like the hotels are, are decent as well but all the hostels look gorgeous so it doesn't seem like to be a, a, a bad uh, like a, much of a chance of finding a bad one there uh and it sort of makes me wonder like what, what would the difference between a hostel and a hotel be uh, and I know that a lot of hostels like to lock their doors. Yeah, I, I would kind of wonder if this is safe, uh, but they lock them until a certain time in the morning. Like usually it's like six thirty or seven or seven thirty or whatever. Uh, and then there's breakfast sometime around there, but like hotels are open all the time and the breakfast starts earlier. If your hotel has it, the only problem with hotels is that in China, some of them don't allow foreigners. So... Uh, it's, it can be complicated sometimes to find one. Uh, especially if you get like a Chinese friend to book it, the hotel assumes that you're Chinese. So you have to ask, are foreigners allowed to stay there? Like non-Chinese passport holders. And if the answer is no, then emails just cancel the booking. It doesn't matter. So in terms of price, um, I mean, hostel dorms are cheap. I mean, ten bucks. Although I'm not sure I can do that anymore. I think I'm getting to the point where I just, you know, I'd, I'd rather spend the money, go for a shorter period of time, and spend a little bit more more money. Have that peace and quiet of the of the room. Notice a theme in my, in my life these days. The peace and quiet seems to be the 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 goal of so much. Uh, but yeah, in terms of price, I mean, it's. Uh, Hostel dorms are one thing. I guess it's not bad during the week, but during the weekend, no, I'd be booking into my own room. I'm not dealing with the uh, insanity that happens in hostile dorms if I don't have to. Uh, this will be the first time in a very long time that I'll be out of Beijing for non-work purposes. So this is, I am kind of looking forward to it. At the same time, I can't help but wonder if maybe something's going to, you know, mess mess things up. I don't know what's going to go wrong, I, I but... I'm suspicious at the same time that I'm optimistic of actually being able to get out of Beijing and uh, just get myself away from my computer. I mean, if I don't go, I've got things to fill the time. That's not an issue. The issue is like, you know, how, how much struggle do we go through to get this trip done? And the struggle is basically choosing between plane and train and do we need a NAT test for uh, the the city basically. So, you know, we could just get a NAT test anyway, NAT, nat result anyway, and then, be done with it right uh that'd be one idea but uh it looks uh, maybe 10 days in Chengdu might be a little long but that's okay I have you know it gives us a couple days just to chill out and walk around and not be blitzkrieg travelers uh which is so common whenever you take a vacation you want to see anything and everything you know you could just go sit in a cafe for half a morning or something which we've done before <laughs> we're kind of a lazy travel group I know that uh so yeah that will be uh and if we do go that means i will probably that will probably be the end well i'll be very close to the end of my focus on python because once i come back i still have a few more days off um and i i would like those days just to sort of chill out and get a few things done before uh work gets busy again probably in november um but yeah so that would sort of mark the end of my focus on python and i i'll Try to focus on a few other things instead. Uh, That being the case, I did get uh, days 20 and 21 done on the 100 Days of Python code. That was the snake game. It took two days in the course to do. Uh, It took me four hours to go through. It's more complicated than I thought it would be, but it makes sense how it's all structured and how it is built. Uh, So I was happy to go through it, even though it was very slow. And then for my HSK-5, I continue on with the Chapter 13, so I'm uh, doing pretty well on that, uh, and I'm happy with the progress on there. Um, it's still a bit of a slog to get going in the morning to do my characters, but, I mean, half an hour, I'm I'm seeing it. Like, it, it does feel like I'm sort of progressing a little more. Uh, next week, I won't have Chinese class, um, so it'll be a week off, but hopefully I'll be able to practice a lot of my Chinese, although they do speak differently in Chengdu. I know that the uh, pronunciation is just a little bit different. Uh, other than that, oh, here's an English language question for you. Do you know the difference between which or that? Do you know the difference? If someone asked you, what is the difference between which or that, could you be able to actually tell them? Well, let me tell you. That is used to indicate some sort of, uh, indicate a specific object, item, person, or condition, etc. while which, is used to add information to objects, items, people, situations. Since which indicates it's an optional clause or non-restrictive clause, it's usually set off by commas before which at the end of the clause. So, basically, you can uh, if you see a comma, which that means that part of the sentence is extra information and optional, whereas uh, that is used to indicate some sort of specific. Type of object or item, person or whatever. So, yeah, I was asked that question this weekend, and I was like, I don't really know. I maybe should, but uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. There, which or that. There's your English lesson for the day. Okay, we'll leave it there because I got a track for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy it. This is the Boom Bap Masher test. Thanks again for uh, listening. Check out my website, StephenSursky.com. I'll post these. Uh, this uh, episode up there as well as long as well as the show notes have a good one have a great start to your week we'll talk again bye bye